Good morning, good morning. The question I got for you this morning is, can you go through the festive period without gaining fat? And the answer is, yes, you can. And there's research to show this. But the research does say in a nutshell is, most people will gain weight over Christmas. 0.4 to 1 kilogram of weight is gained on average during the holiday season. Now you might think, that's not much, Scott. But what I'll say is, if you add that 10 years, it's 5 to 10 kilos. And obviously, it's not, the, that's, it's not like that's exactly what happens because it depends what you do for the rest of the year. But what I'm trying to explain is the behaviour we're reinforcing at the end and the start of every single year is not behaviour we want to have for the rest of the year. So we're always starting off the new year with such a, oh, such a slog to try and build new habits. And yes, the motivation is there from Jan the 1st to Jan the 10th. But we all know motivation is just a feeling. Motivation is a feeling. It'll, it'll go as fast as it comes. And that leads people into, well, I thought I'd be motivated for months, but it, you know, we, we're kidding ourselves. And what people think is motivation leads to action, right? That's what people think. But the reality is how it works is action leads to motivation. So action leads to progress and progress leads to motivation. Motivation leads to more action. So we start with the action because that's under our control. That's the only thing there that's under our control because motivation is not under our control because it comes and goes. But doing a two or three minute action towards something we want to do equals a bit of progress. Once we feel a bit of progress, we feel more motivation. And then once we get motivation, we can roll that back into more action. So we have to start, any time of the year, you need to start with the mindset that this motivational boost you think you're gonna get in the new year, is, you, look, it doesn't, it doesn't last. So let's not kid ourselves. So if you wanna be a person that leads with healthy habits and healthy lifestyle throughout the year as all the time, okay? We look at Christmas as opposed to something like doom and gloom, or oh, we're gonna gain weight. Let's look at it as a bit of a fun challenge. Like, can we go through Christmas and not go mental and go the opposite way? Can we exercise our self-control in a way that we enjoy every moment we're in control and we stay true to the person we wanna be? Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a fun challenge to do. You don't have to go off the rails. You don't have to eat all the mince pies and drink drink loads of alcohol over what you think. And I think it depends on the person, individual. Like if you want to just let loose and that helps you mentally, I'd say sometimes that's more important. Arguably more important than you know some feel the physical get you know the physical gains essentially you're gonna get if you stay out stay away from this like overeating. But you have to think to yourself right. If I need a break and just want to eat stuff and enjoy myself mentally. Then you need to ask yourself, we need to look at second order effects, always. Always look at second order effects, okay. But does that lead to me feeling even worse in a new year when I kick myself to how much I went overboard? And then that's gonna impact you mentally as well. So then you're like, right, okay, which is the one that's gonna be the worst? And let's, let's not go that way. And then you look at the second order effects. What is the second order effects of having some self-control over Christmas? Well, having some self-control over Christmas might mean you say no to that extra two drinks at the end. It might mean saying no to that extra chocolate gato, unbelievable, full of cream, oh my days. Or say no to those pigs in blankets for the third time in a day watching, you know, Harry Potter on TV. Yes, in the moment, you might be like, ah, oh, you see your family eating, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit jealous. But when it comes, when Christmas is gone and it goes and nobody cares after it's gone, you will feel more satisfied. So the second order effects are, it might suck really temporarily, like a feeling, like motivation in the time, in the day, but afterwards, we actually get more joy from the fact that we restrained. And this is what Socrates says as well. It's paradoxically, 
people feel they're gonna get a huge amount of oh I love it like from eating and pleasure the pleasure from eating whatever they want in front of them like just boom I want a cake everything what he says is you actually get more pleasure when you laid it on the line when you realised you said no to that and you feel so good about your power to say no and stay true to what you want to ha- have happen you actually feel better you actually get more joy from it who knows but it's up to you to decide now Alex I don't think we should overly read articles about this stuff coming to Christmas. We need to decide the person we want to be. Do we want to? Go, do we want to let loose? Do we want to go in the middle, or do we want to be really strict, knowing that it's really not worth our, t- our mental health for going really the other way? Because every year you've done that, you feel worse going into the new year, and you don't want to risk that. Do you know what I mean? So it's up to you to decide this. But let's have a look at the research on this, so we can see what it says. So. The average consumption of calories on Christmas Day apparently is 6,000 calories. I'm not surprised by this. There's a lot of calories in food and drink. It's easily done, easily done. So given that Christmas is the time of year we gain the most weight and at more risk, they wanted to do a study on people during November and December with follow-up assessments in Jan and Feb, so four to eight weeks afterwards, right? They got participants, 272 people, half of them were in the behavioral intervention group and then the other half were in the placebo group which is just give them a leaflet go and mate have a read that leaflet and bugger off so the group the intervention group what do they do for this group well they said to them hey weigh yourself regularly during these times and record your weight so you know where you're at provide they provided specific weight management strategies and they provided information on how much physical activity would be needed to burn off the calories consumed in typical holiday foods and drinks okay and then the control group just like i said i would leaflet about healthy eating and they were not given any dietary advice nothing nothing at all so let's have a look at what happened so most of the participants were women by the way average age is 44 78 percent of them were women the results showed that the intervention group the ones who were given some behavioral tips lost 0.3 pounds over the festive period and into March, Jan and Feb, and then the other group gained not by eight pounds. So the difference was a pound. But the thing is, you're the, you know, it's not a big difference, but over 10 years, um, it could be like 10 pounds or like, I think it might be kilos. It says pounds here, but kilos earlier. Um, it's just the, the cumulative effect of Christmas. That's what it's trying to explain. And the other one was, they basically maintained or, or dropped a bit of fat um, during that time, which is good. So really, self-monitoring, weight management advice uh, and information about how much activity you would take to burn something off that you're going to eat worked in this study now the last one i don't agree with the last one you says well if you eat that chocolate basket you're gonna have to go for a jog for 40 minutes i say no mate my body burns calories just being alive what you're saying is if i overeat over my maintenance with this then that it would take that to get it off you're correct but i do burn a set amount of calories a day so don't feel bad about having chocolate bars Right? Don't feel bad about having pigs in blankets. Don't feel bad about having the extra food. Just understand that there's a certain amount you can eat a day to maintain your body fat levels. Like there's a certain amount. And anything over that, you can gain fat, right? And it takes a lot to gain a pound of fat. It does. You have to eat 3,500 calories over your maintenance to gain one pound of fat. So on Christmas Day, you know, due to those numbers, theoretically, people will gain, if they eat 6,000 calories, some people are gaining a pound of fat on Christmas Day. But then you ask yourself, is it worth, is that day worth it? For some people, yeah, hell of a day. 
Why not? You know, it takes like a week to burn off a pound of fat at a moderate deficit of 500 calories a day. It's not the exact science, but that's what it takes. So what you're trying to say is, is it worth me doing a week? So my first week in Jan of dropping um, my weight, drop, go, dropping fat, will be to get rid of the Christmas Day intake. And some people go, yeah, I'm keen for that, mate. I'm keen for that. Some people go, Do you know, it's not worth it. But... What the study fails to address is that Christmas Day isn't even the, the problem. It's not, it's, Jan the, it's December the 1st until New Year's Day that's the issue. It's like the mindset in that month is the issue. We're like, we don't just consume 600 calories on Christmas and that's it. We are heavily consuming more food during the weekends, Christmas parties in the week, chocolate, stuff like that. That's where the problems come in, where people gain weight. Now I'm gonna raise this now because people are thinking about it. You're training hard. You're thinking, ooh, should I go out and have drinks? Should I let loose? Again, like I mentioned earlier, this is something you need to decide. But you have, once you decide on a course of action, there's no point in thinking of the other thing you could have done because you're just going to drive yourself insane, aren't you? You're going to drive yourself, like, mental, basically. So I think there's three options, like I said. Option one is you, December is another month. A day is a day. You rock and roll it. You're staying true to your plan. You want to drop it. You want to build healthy habits. Nothing's going to stop you. Maybe you have a bit of time off of a Christmas day. Certain days you might, you know, Black Friday before Christmas, you people go out and stuff like that. You might want to do that. Okay, option one, you want to stick true to the plan and know when you'll go into January feeling a much better position because you've stuck to the plan. A lot of people do this. There's nothing against this. And I, 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 I really dislike it when people in December have a go at people who want to stick to a plan and build healthy habits and they lose Christmas mate what are you doing you loser no 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 if someone really wants to be a healthier version of themselves and understands that they are really essentially putting, they, they don't like what happens to them over Christmas and they hate January as a result right why would we put people down for wanting to improve that we shouldn't it's up to you it's up to you to do it okay it's up to you the second one is kind of in the middle go to maintenance for a few, try and track as much as you can, but let loose and have these kind of strategies where you go, am I really, am I really being moderate right now? And if I'm not, am I being too extreme? Like ask yourself these questions, put a bit of time before decisions and just ask yourself like, is this necessary? Scott, is it necessary that you're having your eighth chocolate bar? Scott, is it necessary that you're eating three pigs and blankets at the same time and you're doing that every five seconds? Scott, is it necessary you've got three Sunday dinners? Scott, is it necessary you're in ninth pint and it's 1pm on Christmas Day? Well, it's not. Of course not. You know, there are people going to extremes because of... Uh, there's a lot of peer pressure as well, isn't there? We've got to be our own people, guys. We've got to be our own people. Remember when I said mimetic desire as well? I don't want someone else's desires. Take a step back this December for the first time, maybe. Go, who do I want to be? And second order effects. If I do this over Christmas... How will I feel at the start of the new year? And like try and trace back your behaviours over the last five years. How have you gone into January? Have you felt good in January? Has a January where you're feeling really down resulted in you smashing it and getting back on track? Like what's the history here? If the history is Christmas doesn't impact you much, happy days. If the history is you keep trying to lose weight in Jan and you fail because you have a bad Christmas and you go into Jan feeling even worse about yourself, then we need a new strategy going into Christmas, don't we? Because what happened, honestly, what happens on Boxing Day? Christmas Day's gone. You're sick of it, sick of it. 
get rid of those fucking wrappers, go away. I don't know if maybe that's just me, but people are like, oh, Christmas is gone now, who cares? We all build it up so much. We're all going nuts, going to the shops, spending way too much money than we need. Christmas comes and goes, we go, we just got done. We just got absolutely done by capitalism at its finest, making us just buy loads of shit for people that don't really care about it. That's what we do. Like, why, when, why don't we all decide this year, we're not going to buy presents, we're going to make them. And this might, okay, this might mean we need to buy a few things to make a present. But why don't we make meaningful presents? Give something worth value beyond the pound sign. Stop going out going, I'll spend a thousand pound on this person. A thousand pound on this person. For what? Because it's Christmas. Here you go, another jacket made. Well done. <laughs> Come on. Let's not fall into these traps. I'm making presents this year. Do you know what, do you know what, present, is? Do you know what present is for? Ryan Louise, don't listen to this podcast, I'll tell you. Remember my present is for little Leo this Christmas. And this is something I wish I would have had. So I'm going to write him a letter, yeah? About the times right now, his parents, what I know about him, some stories, the world, what I think the world's going to look like in 16 years' time, what I think he's going to do, all this type of stuff. And he's going to open that on his 16th birthday. So it's going to be locked away for 16 years. And I'm going to write a huge one. And uh, it's not going to cost me anything. But think about if you were 16 years old and you had a letter that was 16 years ago talking about your parents, talking about the world back. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? That'd be unreal. I just think stuff like that. Let's get creative, guys. Let's, let's, let, can we all pull some ideas together? Some really cool ideas for Christmas presents that don't require spending loads of money. And I think we can start changing Christmas then to going back I'm not going back to original meaning of Jesus, but going back to actually meaning something as opposed to just spending money. And at the same time, Christmas doesn't have to just mean spending calories in the same sense. Eating more doesn't mean you have a better Christmas, does it? It does, definitely doesn't. Probably an inverse relationship. Eating more over Christmas probably means you have a worse Christmas. I reckon being the most moderate over Christmas is the happiest people. That's my two pence. But guys, hope that study was useful. I'm going to dig into more studies on the festive period, New Year's resolutions. I got a really good one on New Year's resolutions coming up. And basically a plan so we can do before we break up for Christmas. So instead of going into Christmas and then being reactive, being like, oh shit, New Year's tomorrow, what am I going to do? I need something to do. What am I doing in the New Year? We're going to pre-plan what attack for Jan because Octagon 2.0 starts in the 31st of January. So we need to have a Jan month where we hold it together and then we go into octagon challenge 2.0 full of beans and we're going to smash it so we're going to do kind of some exercises to plan for that time but another news uh i'm not doing the morning live workers now i'm doing them in the evening so for any morning crew i saw you for the first i saw you for no, i've done you before but i saw you for the last time yesterday so good luck for the rest of the challenge evening crew i am back um, see you tonight in the live workouts but this is the last week so it's good to see people posting their workout volumes which are going up even beating last week which is amazing because last week is hard so keep it up four more days left the strength seminars on Saturday after yoga and then the mental health workshop on Sunday is the final item of this challenge and there's a quiz on Thursday so I'll see you in the quiz on Thursday big prizes up for grabs if you've never done a quiz with us, they are fun. I might get a fancy dress costume out. Other than that, guys, enjoy your day. Remember to live one day at a time as per, and I'll see you tomorrow.